Welcome to the Marketing God Podcast, where we provide insights and knowledge to assist you in reaching and engaging with more people. Together, as we apply marketing insights to your good work, we hope to help more people know you, turn to you, and ultimately become loyal to God. This is week number three, and the week's topic is Brand, a Strategic Overview. Today, our focus is The Brand is a Promise, and works with truth number six in the book Marketing God. Here is your marketing strategist, author, and guide on this journey, Donna A. Heckler. Hello, our topic today is A Brand is a Promise. This is truth number six from the book Marketing God, and the title of that truth is A Brand is a Promise. One of the most fundamental elements of marketing is understanding a brand. Unfortunately, so many people working in the marketing space do not fully understand what a brand is, and that creates quite a bit of confusion out there. Some will tell you that a brand is its simply graphic standards. Others will say, oh, a brand is a tagline or it's a logo. I would offer that those are elements that convey the brand but they are not the brand itself. A brand at its core is a promise. It is a promise that you as a parish or ministry are making to your parishioners or to your members. Before we explore this brand as a promise concept in detail, let's reflect on the Bible verse we used in the book. The Bible verse comes from Matthew 23, and it's verses 25 to 28, and it reads like this. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you are like whitewashed tombs, which outwardly appear beautiful, but within are full of dead men's bones and all uncleanness. So you also outwardly appear righteous to men, but within you are full of hypocrisy and inequity. This verse speaks very directly to keeping a promise. Woe to you who appear beautiful on the outside, but inside are quite a mess. Isn't that what a promise is? We make a promise with the understanding that what we say will be honored. If we make a promise of something beautiful, but inside it's a mess, we have broken our promise. Understanding that your brand is a promise is critical if you are going to effectively reach your parishioners and members. So let's explore what we mean by this a little bit more deeply. As with any promise, a brand as a promise has two parts. Two parts to a promise. One, what you say you're going to do, and two, what you actually do. If you say you're going to do something, but you don't honor that, you've broken your promise. The same is true with brands. A brand is a promise that you as a parish or an organization are making to those you serve. As a promise, it has two parts as well. What you say you're going to do and whether or not you do it. In marketing vernacular, we use a few different terms. Whether you honor your promise and do what you say you're going to do, we call that performance. Did you perform? Did you do what you said you were going to do? The way you communicate your promise 
is through the perceptions that you create in the marketplace. Those perceptions are created through, yes, things like graphic design and taglines and logos, but those perceptions are created by so much more than that. Everything you do as a parish or an organization is conveying your promise. So let's keep digging in. Let's start with the performance side of the equation. As we mentioned, performance is what you actually do. You offer the sacraments, you feed the hungry, the work that you do is inherent to your parish or your ministry, and that's your performance. It's what you do. Oftentimes, I will say, we get challenged in brand work because we want to do more than what we truly provide. The perceptions get ahead of our true performance. A common example is that we may say we're welcoming, that everyone is welcome to our parish or ministry. Yet, an usher admonishes a family with a noisy child where a ministry does not share its next event with all the members. Despite wanting to be welcoming, the performance does not match what is being said. When that happens, it appears to those that you were trying to reach that you do not keep your promise. You said you were welcoming, and that's not the experience somebody had. An example I use in the book and when I speak is Energizer Batteries. And I use that primarily because it's such an easy example to understand. Energizer says it keeps going and going and going. If you buy the battery and it does not last long, has Energizer kept its promise? No. Will you buy it again? Most likely not. Now the truth is, years ago I worked at Energizer in marketing and I happen to know that the batteries do keep going. They do not break their promise. But that's what we need to understand for you. When you do your promise work, it's really important to start with your performance. What is it that you truly do? A growing and innovative Catholic university, CDU, or Catholic Distance University, and they understand very well what they do. They offer a wide variety of degree and educational programs steeped in the Catholic tradition. They are fully online, as all classes and programs are done through distance learning. Because they are so clear in their performance, what they do, they are able to effectively communicate that uniqueness to others. When you start exploring your promise, make sure you start by honestly assessing what you do. Not what you want to do, or what would be good to do, but what you can truly deliver on each and every day. If you have a few things that you'd like to do, but you cannot deliver on yet, keep a list of them. Keep them to the side. You will need to begin to actually deliver on those items before you ever begin to make them part of your promise. When you have clarity around what you truly do, then you can begin to assess, assess how you communicate your promise or what perceptions you want to create in the marketplace. This is a time to consider all those tactical elements that we've mentioned. Things like your logo, your tagline, your brand colors, your communication efforts. What perceptions are those items creating? What are they saying? 
about what your promise is. Sometimes little things can make quite an impression and we don't even realize it. I was working with a ministry that was so proud of the fact that they are really highly responsive and they are. They focused on that and they always wanted to attend to a member's needs. The challenge was that they did not do some of the simple things, like having a signature with their ministry's logo for everyone's email. They mentioned to me that members of the ministry knew various people were responsive, but they didn't apply that to the entire organization. And it was really simple. What was happening was that people were attributing the responsiveness to the individual. They were not connecting it back to the brand because the perception wasn't there. By simply applying the ministry logo to a signature on all the email communications, a promise of responsiveness was being fulfilled, not just by the individual, but by the ministry as a whole. I interviewed with a rather big pharmaceutical company a number of years ago. They were trying to grow sales for a diabetics product, diabetes product. As we discussed marketing with them, I asked what made their products better than the competition. They replied, well, nothing really. We're actually a distant third in the market. And they continued on. That is why we need marketing. We need someone who can do some flashy things so people think we have the best product. I walked away and said, well, that's not me. They were asking me to create perceptions that they could not deliver on. Sadly, this is an all too common occurrence, especially when people don't understand what a brand is truly all about. Which brings us back to the point we raised earlier. Always start with what you do. What is your performance? What promise can you always keep? Then determine how you can effectively communicate that promise, remembering that your brand is your promise. And like any promise, you must keep it. As you reflect on this, ask yourself, what promise does your brand make to the outside world? Are there any promises that you make that you're not able to honor? That is it for today, friends. I look forward to seeing you at our next podcast. Thank you for being here. We are so glad you listened in today. Look for the worksheet for today's topic in the podcast link. We invite you to join the Marketing God Facebook group where we share additional tools, insights, and ideas with each other. Are you looking for even more insights? You can purchase the acclaimed book, Marketing God, online at your favorite Catholic bookstore or for larger quantities through the publisher OSV.